Hey you. Yeah. You. You didn't stumble here by chance, so let's talk. My name is Tyann, but a lot of people call me Taj, and I'm most known for my loud New York personality and my unfiltered opinions. The Melanated Mindset is a safe space for unpopular opinions and heated debates amongst a diverse melting pot of those of us that classify as a melanated millennial. And I don't care if you got a lot of melanin, just a little bit of melanin, or hell, you just melanated by association. Everybody is welcome. Now, I can't speak for y'all, but after seeing what being an adult is really about, nah, I got some things to say. And I know y'all do too. So let's talk about it. Because what's really going on? What is up, y'all? If you're new, welcome. If you're not, welcome back to the Melanated Mindset. We are here yet again in a very familiar place, a very familiar day, Melanated Monday at a very familiar time. All this season, it has just been me. And I finally have a special guest. I am not alone today. You gonna introduce yourself. Hey, what's up? It's your boy Malik, you know, baby daddy, husband, soldier, all the above, spiritual man. Etc. Etc. So, if you're new, you don't know who I am or who my husband is, you definitely need to go all the way back to season one just to get a, a brief understanding of who we are, kind of what this is. And yeah, I think the episode you were on, we talked about how we met, how what it was really just about us, honestly. Yeah, it was a background story of how we met, and it was a summary of then to now pretty much just about us so definitely go back and listen to that video to this day that is still the highest rated and most listened to episode yeah i would like to know which perspective they think is more realistic what is that supposed to mean what do you mean like whose story they believe yours or mine we told the same story you just be omitting stuff i just gave the story in more detail if y'all don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to the episode. But today, we start in where we always start, with our complaint of the week. I'm going to go first. My complaint of the week is pretty much our whole household being sick. I don't, I don't think we rona sick, but people still do get regular sick. But still having to push through it, still having to work, mommy, wife. Thankfully, this is your week off, though, so I would say it's not terrible, but I'm ready to shake back for a fun. I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. You enjoying being sick? No, I'm enjoying my week off. <laughs> I'm not enjoying it being sick. Anyway, do you have a complaint of the week? Yep. I think <clears throat> my complaint of the week would be bashing, you know, Famous people on social media without having your own actual opinion on what you're even bashing them for. People, I feel like people just bash them on social media because everyone else in the comment section is doing it. Or sometimes people, I feel like people just say the thing that they think going to get the most likes. Like they're just trying to be the funniest, honestly. Well, that's just trolling. Uh, yeah, touche. Which is also very toxic, but... But like people say, uh, there's always a truth within a good joke, unfortunately. You want to give them the example you gave me a 
off mic. All right, so my boy, my boy Kyrie Irving. Everyone, yeah, this is dashing. Kyrie Irving, fast that came out. Listen, Kyrie Irving, I think is like literally like my twin. Like I was on his Twitch stream earlier, and he was like, like once he started like talking his shit, not giving a fuck, he was like, oh yeah, chill. The Aries in me is coming out. Oh my god, he's an Aries. He's an Aries. He really is your twin. I'm pretty sure his birthday is like two days after mine, or the same day. I want to say. Something like that. I see what's going on here. Anyway, y'all know that I don't just like to come on here and complain, so we always got to balance it out with also a highlight of the week. And I honestly think my highlight of the week has been being able to bring y'all to work with me. Like, it's, I feel like I used to be embarrassed or just like the thought of having to bring Xavi to work with me just gave me mad anxiety and it was just like, okay, that day is going to be stressful. But I feel like this week, I guess because you didn't work and you got to come along with it, I saw it from a different perspective and I saw it for the blessing that it really was. And if I'm being honest, I didn't even come to that realization on my own. Uh, A girl I went to school with. She hit me up and she was just like, yo, I love seeing you at work with your family. Like, I love the idea of being able to make money but not having to sacrifice family time because realistically, that's what a lot of people do. You either get into the bag or you spend the time with your family, but it's very, very hard to do both. It, there's a there's a, a very thin line. So the fact that we were able to do both at the same time, I was like, wow, yo, this is a luxury most people don't have and most people... You know, like, don't they don't even know they can have. And that's just, it just, all week I've been having these feelings like, wow, I'm I'm so glad I picked the career that I did. For those of y'all that don't know, I am a licensed realtor in the state of South Carolina, currently servicing the Fort Jackson and Columbia area. So if you or anybody that you know are looking to buy or sell a piece of real estate, I'm your homegirl. Shameless plug. But... It just made me realize, like, I could feel that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Can I curse on here? Yes. <laughs> oh, then I was going to say, hey, talk that shit. I'll just say you're a licensed real estate, first-time licensed real estate, bought the clothes on a deal, your first deal. You've been doing your thing. Thank you. Thank you. Then I feel like everybody keeps telling me that, but the closer I get, and the more I'm doing work, I'm like, yo, this don't feel like work. And I like it. It's not only am I working, but I'm genuinely helping a, helping people and making a difference. And I feel like in the process, as I document this process, like on social media, stuff like that, like I'm educating people along the way. Like I actually finally feel like I found something I like doing. I feel like I'm good at doing. It's helping people. And it's educating people. Like, I feel like that's usually what people want in a job or a career or whatever. And, like, this week I sat back and I was really thankful. Like, yo, I really, it's part of that manifesting the life that I wanted for myself and for us. Like, it's seeing that shit come to life in front of me. It's, they don't be feeling real. But, you know, we got a thing where, like, mm -hmm. From like major life events don't ever feel real to us. Yeah, why is that? No, I don't. I it has to be because of the fact that we come from where we come from. Like just picture our lives when we met, and picture our lives right now as we record this in our house. 
Yeah, my whole mindset was different from when we met. And I feel like that, honestly, it ties into what we're going to be talking about today. But before we get there, I want to hear your highlight. So, my highlight of the week is just realizing that letting go of bad energy is very, very beneficial for your soul or internal energy, whatever you want to call it. For example, anything that you was that made you angry or got you out of, out of character, whether it was physically made you get out of character or mentally made you think a negative thought, once you just release that and just let it go, like, all right, that wasn't that big of a deal or that shouldn't affect my positivity. Just letting that go, letting that release, just make will make you feel so much better. I think I'm learning that. And that's honestly something I wasn't even aware that I did, number one, like holding on to that type of energy. I wasn't aware that I did it. I wasn't sure how I could fix it and until I started going on this spiritual journey, honestly. With that being said, before we roll into what we're going to talk about, I always like to give y'all some type of Fendi fact, some type of something, so you know, like, this topic is, is research somewhere. Today's Fendi fact literally is an excerpt from a doctor psychologist paper he studies in the UK, and it's titled, What is Spirituality? A Personal Exploration. I'm going to just read y'all a little bit of it, per usual. It says, spirituality involves the recognition of a feeling or sense or belief that there is something greater than myself, something more to being human than sensory experience, and that the greater whole of which we are a part of is cosmic or divine in nature. Spirituality means knowing that our lives have have significance in a context beyond a mundane, everyday existence at the level of biological needs that derive selfishness and aggressive and aggressiveness. It means knowing that we are a significant part of a purposeful unfolding of life in our universe. Hmm. That's interesting. And I thought that was a perfect way to summarize it, make it, explain it for what it is, but give real meaning behind the words for the people that don't seem to grasp what exactly it is. I mean, what I got from that, honestly, is just that if you believe in a higher power, you're spiritual. If you believe that... Can I stop you real quick? Does that mean you're spiritual or religious? Because we have to... We have, we can't have an episode about spirituality and not address the elephant in the room. People be trying to act like you can't be spiritual and religious at the same time. You definitely can. Um, I would say, for me, recently, I will always acknowledge... Religion, I'll always acknowledge Islam because that's just what what I grew up on. Obviously, if if you're a Muslim, you acknowledge every other um, religion as well because you recognize all the all the books and all the religions. It's just Muslims believe that uh, the Quran was the last sanctioned book, right? But they acknowledge all other religions. So for me personally. And especially recently, I think that I'm becoming more spiritual than religious, but I'm always going to acknowledge Islam. I can 100% agree and identify with that because, like I said, I do agree that you can be spiritual and religious 
simultaneously. However, I acknowledge there is a difference. In my opinion, the difference is your religion is what you're taught and what you're told. And your spirituality is what you understand and what you feel. So, like, how I feel like they explain religion to be, you know, faith is believing without seeing. I feel like spirituality is feeling but understanding at the same time. You understand that what I learned is not necessarily wrong, but what I learned somehow maybe does not 100% resonate with me on how I feel about certain things. Like, I do these things because I'm told these things, but not necessarily because I feel like they're right or wrong. Spirituality is completely submitting to what you feel and what you know is right in your heart, in your soul, in your being, whatever that may be. In my opinion, that's the difference between the two. But we had to address it because I don't want this episode to come across like we're just these... I mean, we are, we're all spiritual people, but y'all have to understand that this, this episode is a reflection of our individual journeys, but simultaneously as well, because that's a part of being in a long-term relationship. You go through these journeys, maybe at the same time, but maybe somebody started before somebody else, like it's experiencing and growing growing old together and as you grow old you mature and you hit different milestones different levels depending on where you are in your spiritual journey you start vibrating on you know higher frequencies and it's just as the years go on you just take things up a notch and take things up another notch and I feel like that's the perfect way to describe kind of what we got going on but still understanding that we are both still equally religious we both still believe in what we were taught let's let's call it spade a spade what we were taught to believe as children right even though for those of y'all that don't know that is two separate things you heard malik say that he was raised believing in islam and that he's muslim i was not i was raised christian but catholic at the same time i don't know like I just grew up in a traditional Spanish home. Like my grandmother had, she had her altar. My grandmother was a hundred percent Catholic. Like she had her altar, you know. She prayed to her saints. Like it was very traditional Spanish, Catholic, for real, for real. But as I got older, it's not that I don't believe those things anymore. I just I know what I was told, and now I know what I feel and what I understand, and I have been able to differentiate the two and evolve in both areas individually but simultaneously still yeah and and not to cut you off i think it's all about interpretation exactly because everything is literally interpretation down to religion and spirituality or religions everything was an interpretation of what that prophet uh said that god told him and then from there from there on as the books pass down it's everyone's interpretation that's why you got like the king james version and all the other versions all the other all these other religions it's all about interpretation and i think spirituality 
is just about your internal interpretation, not what this prophet of this religion interpreted from God, right? But what you interpret God is in the form of whatever energy is around you. I 100% agree. I also feel like to add on to that, it's also how you, you how you interpret that information, how you interpret that word or that scripture or that gospel, whatever you call it, how you interpret it and then how you apply it to your everyday life. How do you use it? Like, are you practicing what you preach ultimately? Right. Spirituality ties into understanding those things Believing what you believe is right or wrong, and then moving forward from there. All right. And just to get this out the way, not the flash of spirituality, because I know spirituality is, is getting quite like popular, especially amongst um, amongst the melanated nation. The melanated millennial nation. Yeah. The mel. Yeah. Exactly. And it, like, even though all the like. Rising and and sun and, and retrograde and all that stuff is cool and plays a part. When we mean spirituality, we literally just mean the connection between you and the higher power and how you interpret that for yourself. Thank you for making that point because, yes, it is very popular. And I, I don't want anybody to believe that we're just another couple that fell to the hype. Nah, like we come into y'all as people who have who have felt it, who have experienced it for real, like who are vibrating on a much higher frequency than we were even this time last year. Facts. <laughs> Facts. So it's not like we're not just talking about this because it's something cool to talk about. We're talking about this because we are here to literally low-key give our testimony, like to explain to y'all where we are in our spiritual journey, kind of how we got here. This episode might be a little bit long, but since y'all love what he on here anyway, I might as well get a little hour out of him, so it don't matter. I wanted to officially start, because technically we haven't even officially started, and I want y'all to know, I jotted out some notes and some questions this morning, and he has not read them. He didn't even ask for them. I, I would have gave them to you if you asked, but... Yeah, you know, uh, I mean... I. Something in my back of my mind was like, I should probably ask him, like, prepare. But then I was like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. Let me just drop it off the top. So this is, this conversation is coming to y'all. Besides what we already talked about, about the complaints and the highlights. The rest of this is happening live. As y'all are hearing it, it is happening. So to officially start the episode, I wanted to kind of just touch on why I wanted you to be on this episode. I knew I wanted to do a spirituality episode this season for sure because I officially started my like spiritual journey, I want to say maybe about a year ago. It was either before I came home or after I came home. To be honest, I I can't I can't um I can't exactly pinpoint when you started your spiritual journey because I would say I noticed it about a year ago yeah because Xavier's already born so right when a little after Xavier's born so honestly I think I started maybe shortly after I really committed myself to doing yoga right and that was after Xavier right after Xavier was born so 
Yeah. So probably about the hit about a year. I feel like it's been roughly a year. I wish I would have journaled a lot more strictly then so I could run it back. But it's been about a year and I think it's 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 so crazy to know that you are now at the beginning stages of your spiritual journey almost a year later, completely unprovoked. This is not something I roped him into. This is literally something he just came upon on his own, literally just as I did. No peer pressure, no nothing, just kind of going with what felt right and what feels right still. And I felt like if I was going to open up about my spirituality journey and like this whole spiritual journey, Oh, what better person to do it with than the person that got to see it full? You had a front row seat, and I'm like, I have a front row seat to yours now. So I just wanted to let it be known why I thought this was a good episode to bring you on for. So now I got my first question for you. Let's get it. <laughs> when did you realize it was time to go on a spiritual journey? It was time to go to a spiritual journey. Um, so if you could pinpoint it back as much as you can, when did you know, like, all right, something needs to change, maybe I need to try something else? I mean, it, it for me, it's not really trying something else because, like I said earlier, like, from your explanation from the from the doctor in the UK, right, his, his uh, interpretation of... I see what you did there. Pretty much, if you believe in a higher power, if you believe that there is something, if I'm using the word correctly, there is something else in the metaphysical, right? Something that's not physical but spiritual, right? If you believe there's a there's something bigger than human beings and animals and the earth and the universe and all that stuff. You're a spiritual. You're a spiritual. You're aware of spirituality. I agree. Right. So it's not something that I would say is I'm doing something different. I'm just being. I'm just giving more attention to that awareness of spirituality. If you had to pinpoint, when do you believe that you really started becoming aware? I believe I started coming becoming aware. Um, at my at the car accident. Really. Yeah, because you seen what the car looked like, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't have one scratch on my body. That is a Fendi. Okay, I have to pause you right there. For those of y'all that have been listening faithfully every episode, there is Ani's. Oh my God, it's happening! Oh, what are the? It's happening. All right, it's y'all are gonna. I'm going to sound crazy, but to give you a little bit of backstory, every, since I started this spiritual journey and become a lot more self-aware, there are times where like I get these very, very, very strong deja vu feelings. And Malik knows exactly what I'm talking about. I just have to explain it to y'all because that's what I mean by it's happening right now. If I'm not mistaken, it is season two, episode six. And here we are, season three, episode six. And I mentioned that episode. I'm, I'm, I'm going to remind me to go back and listen, but I'm almost certain it's season two, episode six. And it's an episode that I filmed. I don't even know 
honestly what I was talking about. But we were in a very, very, at least I was in a very, very low place. That was recorded, I think, the week that the car accident happened. So you guys don't even know that before we left Italy, our car was totaled. Malik got into a car accident. And then right after that, we all tested positive for COVID. Mind you, all of this is like a week before my birthday. Yep. And we were locked in the house, obviously, because we were on quarantine. And I was in such a dark mental space. But I had already started the podcast. And I'm like, you know what? I promised that this was this was going to be real. This was going to be raw. I was going to use it as an outlet for whatever I'm going through, good stuff and bad stuff. As a release. As a release. And I, something made me, while Xavier was taking a nap and you were locked up in your room, something made me just turn on the mic and start recording. And, to, and I felt like I was just pouring out, like without giving away too much. Like I feel like my tone in that episode, the energy in that episode is just so dark and heavy. And it's crazy that you see here, literally, season three, episode six, and bring it up because I said that I would tell them at a later time once I've truly healed from it right. exactly what would happen. So I think the fact that you're bringing that up right now is like, oh, it gives me chills. It's happening. I just needed to give them a little bit of backstory and kind of tie it back for you. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I thought that was very important to mention. Especially as we sit here talking about our spirituality journey and becoming more self-aware. But that's when I got, that's when I felt like I was more aware because I couldn't explain of like, I, I wasn't hurt at all. And I can't, I can't quite account for what happened after between like the tires like skidding and me trying to like gain back control. And to me, hitting, going through that gate, hitting that wall, and just it's just like I wake, I wake up, and um, the the front windshield is impaled by the gate, and the freaking um, the airbag is deployed, and you know I'm just like, man, what what just happened? You know, like I I had really no idea what happened. Like I didn't even realize I was in a, even a car accident, really, and um. I got out, and the little um, Italian paramedic dudes like, "Are you are you hurt?" And you know, my first reaction is like, "Nah." Surprisingly, like I, I feel fine. Like, which is crazy. And like, I was just thinking about that the whole like. I think I still think about that. Like, how did I not? How did I get out of there without even a scratch? And our car was totaled. And it, that car was wrecked. That car was totaled. And for even more backstory, this happened at the corner of our house in Italy, so close that I heard it, and the car accident jumped me out of my sleep. It happened so close to where we lived and at like five, six in the morning. So it was in Italy, y'all, it it ain't New York City, it ain't hustling and bustling. It's pin drop quiet. So to hear, I heard the tire screech and then I heard the boom. 
and I was asleep in bed with Xavier, and it, it jumped me out my sleep. And in my head, I was like, is that what I think I heard? Like, somebody outside wilding. And something in my spirit just wouldn't let me go back to sleep, so I just so happened to get up out the bed and go downstairs. And I, I don't know what made me call you, because the craziest, to even add more crazy, y'all, you could see the accident site from inside of our house. Like if I would have just looked out of that window when I walked out of the room. Yeah, right on the balcony you could on our upstairs balcony, you could see exactly where it happened from our balcony. From I wouldn't even have to go on the balcony. From inside our house. From going down the stairs in our house. We had like this kind of like penthouse condo kind of thing. Like you you could see it. And to know that I got out the bed right after, I'm talking, it hadn't even been five minutes. I just couldn't, something in my spirit just made me get up. And I was like, well, you know what? It's five something, six something. Let me start my day. Let me go do some yoga, meditate. Like, this is how I start my day. And I kick myself every day for not any other day. I always look for, I don't know why, I always look out that window. Y'all, it's a huge floor to ceiling window. That when you move in, when you're walking down the stairs, like you would see it, but I didn't. I walked down the stairs, I had my phone in my hand, I was in the kitchen making breakfast, and I don't know what happened. Either you text me or I called you. I remember calling you, and you're like, Yeah, I just got into an accident. And I'm like, Huh? Like, I'm still half sleeping. I'm like, What? And you're like, Yeah, I got into an accident, like right outside the house. And I'm like, Wait a minute, is that what I just heard? Where are you? And you're like, I'm downstairs. And I ran downstairs and like my heart shattered because I heard it. It jumped me out of my sleep. I was like two seconds behind in time. It was like I had just missed a window. Like, and when I got downstairs, the cops were already there. So I'm like, yo, this, this happened so fast in real time. So to know that there's a gap missing for you, I'm like, babe, I promise you there wasn't there. It is a miracle that happened when it happened because people were there when it happened. People saw somebody had to call the paramedics. That gap of time is missing for you. I was asleep. Like, I probably, I don't, I don't know what I would have saw if I would have just looked to the left as I was coming down the stairs, but I didn't. But that was, that was, that was a time. So I could understand how something that traumatic would trigger you to need to find a better release or like a better way to cope with that. It was very traumatic for for you, especially. But if I know what it felt like for me, I can't even imagine what it felt like for you. All right. Yeah. That car accident changed our whole life. It definitely changed mine. In more ways than one, like. Y'all, that was our only car. It was about to be paid off. We thought we were coming to the States like, oh. I low-key missed miss my charges, too. And that was like your dream car. Y'all, this is, mind you, this is in August. We were set to leave Italy in November. This is right before we were set to leave. If the car was almost paid off. Like, we were like, oh, we're going to get to the States. Only have to get one new car. Like, have one car, no, but two cars. Cars still very well taken care of. Like, we stayed on top of everything while we was over there. Like, and then in a blink of an eye, I think that accident, it changed my life because it was my real reminder. Like the Virgo in me wants to be so 
detail-oriented and try to plan things, but you, I am not in control. And that accident showed me just how much I was not in control of our life, of everything, because I had everything planned to a T. And that was the one monkey wrench that just came out of absolute nowhere. And I couldn't find a way to fix it. So I just ignored it because it, like, it wasn't supposed to be there. It wasn't supposed to happen. So I don't know how to fix it. I don't have a backup solution for something that I didn't plan. And I think that is what, that, going back to your highlight, that is my letting go. That is my reminder to let go because I can't, I can't do anything. What's going to happen is what's going to happen. We are not in control of none of this shit. Somebody else is calling these shots. We are just here in the physical. We're just on a journey. Literally. The next thing I had listed was the whole religion versus spirituality, but we kind of already touched on that. So going back to something you said earlier, I don't remember what it was, but it I already had this written down, but it spiked me to remember it. I seen a tweet on Twitter because if you... I don't know no spiritual person that's not on Twitter. That sounds so bad and toxic, but like Twitter is just a different world of social media. And I nah, it really is. I'm so glad I finally got you into it because it's different over there. Like, if you're not following me on Twitter, you need to be at time. I think people are way more open on Twitter than any other social platform. Yeah, like people are saying. I feel like people are saying TikTok, you're being yourself, but not Twitter. You're literally speaking your mind. TikTok, you're trying to go viral. Oh my God. I seen a tweet on Twitter and was like, the main, there's a main character every day on Twitter. And the real people on Twitter know that the goal is to never be that character. You never want to be going viral on Twitter. Yeah. It's never good. Do you know how your viral moment went? <laughs> Please don't bring that negative energy over here. You, you, didn't, you didn't tell your audience about that? Oh, that's not another episode? We're not going to talk about that today. They're not going to get that? No. no. Wow. This is a- uh, I think if you do a request, I think you should put that as a topic. We'll see. Come on, Melanated audience. I know you want to hear about her viral moment on Twitter. Please. Y'all, don't listen to him. That's what has this for to embarrass you. No. Anyway, I was going to say, I seen a tweet going viral on Twitter. And I think this is the one tweet out of all of the tweets that I resonate with the most. And it's so on topic for today. Somebody tweeted, spirituality brought me closer to God than religion ever could. And I felt that shit in my soul. I I agree with that because spirituality is just between you and what you interpret as God. There's no in between. With religion, there is a is a there is a medium. There's in in Islam there's a um a imam which is similar which is similar to a priest. Or a um, what is it in Christian church call? A pastor, a priest, a deacon. Is that <laughs> yes? There's that medium. Is that medium? With spirituality, there's there's no one but you and and God, which is which is kind of funny because when you pray as a Muslim, you're 
you're you're praying straight to God. Like it's just you and God, you and Allah, you and whatever you call God. There's no in between, and that's what I. That's why I like and I agree with spirituality. Like I don't think I need a medium between me and God. I think I can talk to. I think I could talk to him, her, the great architect, directly. And I feel like religion made me feel like I had to fit in a box. And spirituality makes me feel like the box there is no box. It's just and if there is, like you said, there's just me and him, her, the universe. It's just us in there. I don't have to feel like I need to pray properly. I pr- I feel like since I've been on the spirituality journey, I have prayed more in this last year than I have my entire life and like meant it and like wasn't praying just because something was going wrong or because that's what everybody was doing at the time. Like we used, I went to Catholic schools and Christian schools. So like there was time for prayer. There was time for religion. And I would just be praying because everybody else was. Now, like, I don't say, if I forget to pray in the morning, like I'd be in the middle of like grace at lunch and I'm like, uh, 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 hold up. We missed the conversation. Hold on. Let me, let me bring this back. Like, I agree. There's no, I feel like I could be myself. And I know that you're supposed to feel like that in religion, but honestly, they, 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 you don't, you don't. Religion tells you this is right. This is wrong. But somehow you're still supposed to be your own person and you're still supposed to be flawed, blah, 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 blah. But spirituality, there's no rules. It's just me. It's just a conversation. Praying feels like just a conversation with myself. Because if God, Allah, whoever you believe in, made you in their image, then that means I am God. God is me. I should be able to just talk out loud and talk freely like if I'm talking to myself. It's, yes, I, obviously, I want to put some respect on that but because we're talking about somebody that made something out of nothing. But it shouldn't, it shouldn't feel like such a power difference. And with spirituality, for me, it doesn't. I feel like I could talk to God like, like he the homie and she the homie. Like, we, don't, we like that, for real, for real. I think that... With religious people, prayer to a um, most of them, not not everyone, but to a lot of religious people, praying is more like a preventative medicine than anything else. Because they pray to prevent something bad from happening and prevention from hell. No, they pray because they want something. Because I feel like I felt I fell into that category. I found myself only praying when I wanted something or when something was going really bad. But then there's a thin line because then manifestation is the same, kind of the same as wanting something. But it is different. Yeah, it, yeah, it is a difference though. Believing something, believing that you deserve something, wanting something, while simultaneously putting in the work to get that thing and believing. There's no way I can't get it. If I want it, if I believe I deserve it, and if I bust my ass to get it, I'm going to get it. That, to me, is manifestation. But I just wanted to bring that tweet up because, boy, when I read that shit, I felt that shit in my soul. 
For real, I feel like I feel like when people are more aware of the spirit of spirituality, sometimes they are even more righteous than people who are have who are who are hardcore religious. From my from my personal and our personal experience, a lot of Christians that we've met has had a lot of malice in their heart and have had bad intentions. That is offensive. But claim to be the most religious and righteous followers of the Christian faith. Yeah, I got it. He got us, y'all. He gave. Yes. It has happened more than once. So. Right. Moving on. As a black man, how do you think as a black man in America, let me be clear, who now, because we are now back living in the States, how do you feel like embarking on this spiritual journey has impacted your mental health? I think I think it's affected it a lot in a positive way. How so? I just think I've, I've been way more internally positive uh, mindset and just talking positive to myself. Especially in the in the times I do get actually uh, set my attentions to journal and everything, uh, you know I talk positive to myself. And I talk positive to myself. I talk positive. I talk positive to myself, and therefore externally I give out positive energy. I feel. I feel like you a hundred percent do. And that's before I was coming for you by the end of the episode. <laughs> So I think I think spirituality just helps me be more positive in general. Because because within spirituality, I think I look for positive energy, and so you receive what you look for. You know you you know you want something really bad, and then later on, like you get it because of karma, obviously because what you put out into the world, you get back. And I think with spirituality. I look for so much positive ways to do just more positive shit. <laughs> you know, like I look for more ways to be more positive for myself. And so like it's just generating and vibrating more positive energy around me. I feel like we sound so cheesily in tune, but I want to say I agree again because <laughs> that's just that's where I am. And I'm, I love that for you. Because it took me almost a year to get here. And to know that it's bringing you such fulfillment and it's generally making an impact on you. And I can see that. And I think it radiates off of you. I feel like it pours over into our relationship, not just your relationship with yourself. I feel like it pours into your relationship with our son. It's noticeable. And I just, I hope mine is that noticeable. Yours is definitely noticeable. Change so much. Your energy affects me too. And our energy affects our son. And we just be walking around here. It's nothing is ever perfect. We are no in no way, shape, or perfect. But what we are is fucking happy and at peace, especially when we in the four walls of our house. Like the three of us be in here, we could be in here for days. We don't have to leave. We could literally be sitting in a, sitting in here for days, closed off from the world and content with the company. But I, I feel like COVID has a lot to do with that because we started our parenthood journey and 
most of our the beginning of it was I think I think COVID has some play on it, yes. But at the same time, you just gonna say I'm old, but at the same time, like just being around a whole a whole bunch of random people is not even my vibe anymore because you don't know what their energy is. And their energy and their energy radiate, you know, you know, our time in Hawaii, that couple's energy was that just terrible. And I'm not saying our energy was the most I'm not saying our energy was the most high, but theirs is definitely draining. What they call them? Vampires? Leeches, whatever you want to call it. They was draining our energy. That's why I'm like, like, you can't just be around any and everybody. And I'm learning the now that I'm I guess I'm getting old too, the importance of not having everybody in your house. Because you don't know what energy people bring and I feel like that's why we're so at peace here. And everywhere else we lived, we were those friends before we had kids or before we had a kid that was just like, Yeah, come over, chill, drink. Like our house was always the party spot. And people come and that energy lingers. And then when you mix alcohol and like hookah and games and social media, like it just things things that pours out more of your intention. Right. It just always felt heavy at home. Even if we didn't have anything heavy going on. And now without those outside forces, because now COVID and it's our house and well, we don't really know people out here anyway. But like our home is our sanctuary. Like, this is this is the fort. Watson Manor, we find peace in it because everybody ain't been in it. We we hold the the energy of our home sacred now. Along with our own, and I think that's why we just be so chill and at peace here. But I feel like that's something we only became aware of when we went on these spiritual journeys before we didn't give a damn. Yeah. Come over, chill, drink. We don't got shit to do. It's Friday. Yeah. Now look. Two drinks in recording a podcast. And now I feel like it's all coming for a full circle. Because remember when I was when I told you a year ago that all all of your friends aren't don't serve the same purpose as friends. I have a I did a podcast maybe two or three episodes before this one about that about friend categories like there are that's why people I think that's why people say it's so hard to make friends as an adult because we're still stuck on this childhood mentality of what a friend is you think you have to do everything with every friend and that's the problem and that's how you find yourself energetically drained because you're trying to keep up with people in areas that they don't belong in you have your travel friends you have your party friends. You got your club friends. You got your kickback friends. You got your intellectual friends. And I don't think, and I don't think that's fake. And I don't think that's there's something wrong with that. It's just, I I think this mature exactly in certain settings. Yeah. Why? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Why would you try to take your friend that you can go to the strip club with to the networking event? Not saying that people can't be chameleons, but come on. You know, you know what friends belong in what lanes. And if more people just accept that and embrace that without feeling like it was shade or whatever. That's what, that's why I was talking about just letting go. Like just letting that, letting, because if you let that, 
that friend does, that you take them out of their natural element, right? And now they become a vampire in this certain element and that messes with your energy and your your outlook. If you just let that go and be like, you know what? This friend is only pretty much good for these type of things. Going out to get lit, uh, you know, having a good time, making TikToks together. That friend is just good for that. I don't mesh that friend with the friend over here that I network with and talk about building equity and all that stuff with. And I completely agree. And I feel like once you make that separation, your life is a lot peaceful. Because tomorrow's not promised. Oh, who the hell got I don't the friend drama, I'm too old for now. I'm still in my twenties and I'm too old for that shit. If you my friend, you need to just be a outlet of some sort for myself while I am one for you. But I don't need friend drama. I don't. Life gonna give me enough drama. I'm we not married. And that's not just with friends, that's with family as well. As you know. There's family that I, I have I have not one malice against because I can't I can't judge. Only God does that. I don't I don't do that. But do I need that energy around me? No. Not at all. Not at all. Do I wish bad for you? Definitely not. Do I wish the best for you? Yes, absolutely. Whatever the best you think is for you, I wish that you get that in whatever in whatever positive way you can get it. But as far as our energies meshing, I feel like they don't need to. And I feel like once you as an individual reach that level of your journey where you you can feel that shift when you move to a higher frequency. And once you move to that higher frequency, it becomes very clear those that are not on that frequency. Those that are vibrating maybe a little bit lower. And that's not to say they're beneath you. They're just where you used to be and not where you are anymore. And once you acknowledge that, there it's taking longer than you would like for them to meet you halfway. At some point, you still got to take that next step and reach that next frequency, whether they're ready to join you or not. So I completely see the tie-in with letting go. Because sometimes... You ain't going to get to your next frequency if you're still holding on to somebody that's already one behind. You trying to, you on one in front and trying to go one more. Like, y'all I'm going to go stretch, but so far. Moving on to my next question. You mentioned that the car accident was kind of where you felt like the major shift in awareness of your journey began. I know, I don't want to say, do you wish that had happened sooner, but do you wish you would have? found do you wish you would have started the journey sooner yes and no yes because if i was aware and thinking how i am now i feel like i would be better but then at the same time no because i'm not entirely in control of my journey and everything happens literally for a reason and we know we especially know that considering how our relationship even began. Everything literally happens for a reason. You meet people for a reason. That's why yes and no. And it's no because I wouldn't be who I am today if 
certain if the things that happened in my life didn't happen. I agree. I think I don't wish that I would have started sooner. I feel like I started when I was supposed to. And I don't feel like I would have appreciated the journey as much as I do now if I would have started any second sooner than I was supposed to. Because I feel like part of me, like what made me really start this journey is I was seeing subtle signs and I can't even say what they were, what they are to warn anybody because everybody's signs going to be different. There are going to be signs that only you know are signs. And it's like, wait a minute, like, hold on now. I need to do some deep soul searching. I got to work on me. You're going to know when that time comes. And I feel like there were parts of me that always knew that this would happen. I just didn't know when exactly it would happen. But it happened when it was supposed to, if that makes sense. Uh, Do you have any words or advice for any other men, specifically black or brown men, that may be listening to this that are maybe struggling with where they are mentally and, you know, spiritually and kind of at the very, very beginning, they're at that car accident stage. They're at that rock bottom, like something got to give. I feel like it's probably going to be a little cliche or cheesy, but for the men out there, I think it, I think you have to not be afraid to accept that feminine energy and don't be scared of the feminine energy. Because when we, when men, right, with a lot of masculinity and, you know, you think you think of being a man, you neglect the feminine. And if you believe in negative and positive, yin and yang, um, you can't have the masculine without the feminine. Feminine, And I think that once you can balance both those equally, you're at the highest vibration. Sorry, I feel like you're teasing hard as hell right now. You feel like you, you're on your way there? Yeah, I feel like I'm on my way there. I think I'm starting to be aware of the feminine energy as well as I mean I feel like I've always been aware of the masculine energy. Not afraid of the feminine energy. Yeah, not not being afraid of feminine energy, yeah. I can respect that. Now the conversation has been very positive. I mean not that I'm gonna turn it negative, but we are gonna take a little bit of a turn. So how do you think that these journeys, both yours individually, mine individually Ours now collectively, because I think we just recently hit that harmonizing, vibrating higher together stage. How do you think that us going on these journeys has affected our relationship? Ah, I bet he wish he would have had that question beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Um, how's how has it affected our relationship? Again, you know, not to just keep repeating myself, but I think that with me being more aware of feminine energy within myself, it has allowed me to be more open with my with my emotions and feelings. Uh, I don't know if you agree with that or not, but I feel like I feel like I've been more not like emotional, but I've been more sharing of my emotions. I can definitely agree. 
And I think that has always been, like, my biggest thing in our relationship. Like, every time we argue, I'm like, just say something. Yeah, he's one of the ones that just, like, gets completely quiet. Like, don't get me wrong. He got, he got some mouth on him, but, like, you will be arguing with yourself. But 90% of that argument, he will just be sitting there looking at you, completely silent. And that has always riled me up because I'm like, well, just tell me what's going on in your head. Like, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? And now I feel like you're able to make that connection between what you feel and what the, the words can come to your brain a little bit easier to put it into words, exactly what you're feeling, to express that to me so we can understand what's happening right now in this miscommunication because 99.9% of the time in our relationship, it is a miscommunication of some sort. And we can get to the root of the problem, fix it, and move on. It's been a lot of, oh, okay, that's not what I heard. And I know people and I know people here all the time, communication is key, communication is key. Yeah. Yes, it is a key. But that, that doesn't mean it's not more than one lock. But it is a key. Shakespeare. It is a key to the relationship. And I feel like. I got to get him drink up to get him. Oh, y'all heard that. Y'all better write that down. Send this to your boyfriend. Send this to your man right now. Because. What? I see you, babe. I mean, if you think about it, you got more than one lock on your door. Okay. And look, now I'm going to take a whole nother turn. And it's so. Oh, it's happening. Y'all, you got exactly. more. You got more than one lock on your door, exactly. and communication is one key to open that lock into love. Oh, stop! Because it's happening. Like they gonna think we playing this shit for real. Swear to God, my next bullet point in my if I was to answer that question, how do I feel like I, us going on these spiritual journeys has affected our relationship? My answer literally says it. We unlocked. Literally, I swear to God, that's what it says in my book. We unlocked a new level of intimacy to really, uh, we got to leave y'all because we've been up here chatting for a little minute. I told y'all it was going to be a little bit long, but hopefully the black love is giving what it needs to be given around here. So y'all going to stick around to the end. But to end, kind of take us off, we're going to give y'all just a little bit of tea, a little bit of juice into not just our life, but our bedroom. And when I say that, people going to be like, oh, what? Oh. And he looking at me crazy because he's like, what you about to say? I feel like us going on these journeys unlocked a new level of intimacy. And I I feel like that, this spiritual journey for us has been what those old heads be talking about. You know, when you ask those black couples that have been married 20, 30, 40 years, and they're like, you got to find ways to keep it spicy, like, or whatever. Spirituality has become that. For us, it is a mental level of intimacy unlocked. And I cannot bring that up without mentioning the other night. Because, like I said, we're sick. And this was probably like the first day that I felt better. It's about like two days ago or a day ago? I am. Because I have not been able to stop thinking about that night. It was mentally and spiritually... I want to make sure I'm saying that. Only mentally and, spi- and mentally and physically. Everybody on here is grown. We didn't even do nothing that, that night. But it was mentally and spiritually 
and honestly, emotionally orgasmic. Like, it sounds mad dramatic, I know, but that's what it felt like. We had, was this the first day y'all came to work with me? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. This was about two days ago. It was the first day I brought Malik and Xavi, Xavian is our son, on a work appointment with me. And we didn't really have much to do after that. I actually brought them home, and I had, like, a crazy rest of, like, I still worked. Came, dropped them home, worked, came back home, cooked. Like, it was just a long day for me. And we did our normal routine. We had our family dinner. Uh, Malik does bath time and bedtime. So you gave Xavier on a bath, read him a book, put him in bed. And I'm just coming back from a trip. And I've, you know, obviously when you're on vacation, you don't really be working out like that. Well, maybe some people do. I ain't that girl. So I haven't been doing yoga like that in about a week. And I've been complaining about it. And I said I wanted to do yoga that night because this is his week off, like we mentioned. And normally that's what we do. We either do yoga early in the morning, before our son wakes up, or after we put him down for bed. It's kind of like that alone intimacy, but still getting moving your body, burning some calories. It's the, the best of all worlds, honestly. And I honestly, by the time you put him down, I wasn't feeling up to it. But you put him down and you started laying out the yoga mat. He was like, you ready to do yoga? And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I need to. I didn't really feel like it, but I'm like, because you said something, I'm going to do it. And then to take it a step further, after we were done, first of all, he picked a video that smoked me on purpose. Like the- Well, that's because you were supposed to pick the video. And she literally had the remote in her hand and got lazy. She got lazy and was like, all right, you pick the video. And I was like, all right, bet. Anyway. He smoked me, so like I was sweaty. I was anticipating doing a calm. Mind you, this is my first time doing yoga in a week. I thought he was gonna take it easy on me. No, I'm fucking sweating. It's like 10:30 at night now. I'm like, damn, I have to take another shower. So I go take a shower. I come out the shower, and you're like, babe, what if we just meditate? And I have this thing like. My friends know if you call me, I might have meditation music playing in the background. Like I play these YouTube videos. You, y'all can look it up. There's like certain frequency videos that they're manifestation like sounds and they. You got a you got a vibe video in the background. We do. Like it's just a vibe in our house. Like it's very rare that you catch us watching TV. Like we have our moments where everybody's in their corner watching something, but like. Just to have something on in the background, I feel like I can focus when I have that meditation music on. I don't get distracted. It's because if you're watching something you want to watch or like somebody's talking, you zone out of what you're supposed to be doing. You zone into that. So I just always play these different frequencies. If like I feel like our relationship needs a little extra spice, I'll play like a loved one. Or if I'm doing work, I'll play like a pretty much get into the money, attract money, attract wealth. Like there's all different types of ones. Highly, highly, highly recommend. And you were like, what if we just meditate? So he put one on. And we literally just, no, 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 I'm lying. We did, the girl that we do yoga with, Ariana Elizabeth, shout out to her. She has a meditation video, a a guided meditation video. And it was, y'all, God, Allah, the universe, whoever had to put it in my husband's heart to play that. Because I just needed it so bad. And then even, that he didn't stop there, y'all. 
after we were done meditating, well, first of all, it's a miracle we weren't asleep because it's very easy to fall asleep meditating. That's the most peaceful fucking sleep you will ever have. Again, highly, highly recommend. Your brain is at peace. Your body is at peace, especially after doing yoga. But we were still up. And then you, I saw you grab your journal. And I was like, oh, this is the perfect opportunity to journal. I haven't journaled in a while. And we went in our respective corners. And we just journaled. And we finished at the exact same time. Like, literally. We were in two separate corners of the room. And we finished at the exact same time. And then after that, we put on that meditation frequency. And it was like, I haven't felt... at Coming home from vacation and getting right back to work, I needed that. It was a mental release. It was a spiritual release. And the fact that I felt like you were orchestrating the whole thing, like I didn't have to think. You just kept coming to me with things that just felt good and that I didn't even know I needed. And it was at that moment that I realized that 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 entire cycle of stuff, the yoga, the meditating, the journaling, it is a new level of intimacy. Because as much as I really wish that I had the energy to throw that ass in a circle that night, at that point, I had no gift. After we was done journaling, I was ready to go to sleep. And I feel like I slept amazing. Amazing. Like a baby. So I feel that going on these spiritual journeys has truly unlocked a new level of intimacy for me. Or I I want to say for us, but I don't want to speak for you. No, I agree. That night was, it was amazing. And if I didn't tell you thank you, I want to publicly tell you thank you. I needed that. I need more of that. It felt good not having to plan. It felt, uh, you did smoke me, but it felt good not having to pick a video. And it just, thank you. You're welcome, baby. Do you feel like I missed anything? Do you have anything else to say? That's kind of why I wanted to end it. I feel like intimacy is a good way to wrap it up, especially because we over here staying at each other. And I told y'all, me too drinks it. Just cut the Netflix off, you know, play some nice soft music and do something Mentally, mentally intimate with your significant other. Yes. You don't have to sit in the pit drop quiet. Like we said, put on one of these meditation videos and just together get in tune with what you are feeling right now. How are you feeling right now? It'll bring a lot of awareness to that. Individually, y'all could be in y'all separate corners, but it's, it's a I don't even know how to explain it, how stimulating it was. What was that experience like for you? I'm sorry. Let's give them that before we leave. The um, guided meditation? Like that whole night. It just it just felt like that was what we were supposed to be doing. Like It was just a feeling. <laughs> going back to, yeah, going back to the difference, your difference between spirituality and religion. Spirituality is something that you feel. And religion is something that you're, you're told or taught. And that night, it just I just was recommending and doing stuff that I felt I wanted to do. And I felt like maybe you wanted to do it too. And I did, and it worked out perfectly.
didn't feel as good as I'm making it sound. I feel like I'm sounding magmatic. No, like, no, for sure, definitely. Like, I wrote in my journal. I was like, man, I haven't. First thing I wrote was, man, I haven't wrote it, written it here in a, in a while. He's definitely cussing each other out. It's been about a month for me in my journal. It's about same. It's been about a month. Yeah. And it felt good to, it felt good to like, I mean, after you, after I treat myself out, obviously, like it felt good just to get things from my head onto paper and just like we said in the beginning, let it go. You are good at this. Look at him, y'all flowing. If y'all want him on more episodes, y'all make sure to put it in the comments. Obviously, the analytics let me know that apparently y'all just trying to be in our business and in our bedroom. Maybe we'll actually get into bedroom talk the next time he's on here. I'm down. Maybe I won't just be a special guest. Maybe I'll be a a permanent guest. Nah, he want to be a permanent guy. He want to be up here arguing and... Giving his Kevin Samuels opinion, R.I.P. Oh, R.I.P. Kevin Samuels. Don't do do him like that, all right? Like I said, come back to people bashing people just because. Oh, my gosh. This is is a good look at you. Like, like granted, there's some things he said that I definitely don't agree with. But at the same time, there's things that he said that you you know for a fact, like, okay, I can agree with that. You ain't wrong, but... Y'all see, he just want to become a permanent guest so he could be devil, devil's advocate all the time and be the voice for the men. That's it. I'm, I'm not trying to be devil's advocate. I'm just saying have an open mind. Have an open mind. Since you said that, do you want to, you already gave it away, but do you want to tell them our word of the week? We like to end y'all with one, and I did let Babe choose one. You Would you believe it's crazy? That's what you chose. When you're looking at me. It's happening. You chose open mind earlier this morning. Oh damn! Babe, this episode is. <laughs> Did I really? It's written in the book. That's literally what you. Hey, chose. if it's written in the book, that's true. Damn. And that's how you end the podcast: having an open mind with everything. No, seriously. Because I think, I think as humans, that's the best way we learn. I mean, how else did any human learn things without having an open mind? You're right. And if we didn't have open minds, we would not be where we are. Excel. You wouldn't. But us personally, we wouldn't be where we are. It took opening our minds to the unknown and to the things that were known that we wanted to change to get us to really take that leap like, and start fixing ourselves individually. So that we could be better individuals, so we could be a better union, a unit in union. And I feel like it's working. Somehow we're figuring it out. But we're also keeping an open mind. Yeah. Yeah, the episode was flowing so well and going so well that we clipped it. And I almost forgot. Y'all know the vibes, okay? Make sure you're following the podcast Instagram. At the dot melanated mindset, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, Tyann Watson, because like I said, I am a licensed realtor and I am dropping those gems to honestly help everyone, but specifically brown and black people, 
get the tools that they need to learn to build actual generational wealth through real estate. It, there's not a social media friend to y'all. People is out here making real money. And I'm trying to learn how to do it. And then I'm trying to tell y'all how to do it. So head up to my YouTube channel. If you're not following me on Instagram at tyann.watson, make sure you're doing that. All of these things will be linked on the podcast Instagram. So just make sure you're following the podcast Instagram. And on that note, if you made it this far, thank you for just rocking with me, kicking with me, chopping it up with me, all of that. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. The love, the support, it never goes unnoticed or unappreciated. And if you want to join the conversation in real time and share your personal thoughts and opinions, make sure you follow me on Instagram at the.melanatedmindset. That's where I'm going to be posting all the polls, the questions, the conversation starters, all of that. That's also going to be where you'll get to hear sneak peeks and previews into the episodes to come. It's going to be one hell of a ride. I hope y'all are ready. Until then, I'll see y'all same time, same place next week for hashtag Melanated Monday. And remember, the goal is to be good and do good. Until then, peace y'all.